0: (laughs) welcome back everybody
1: (laughs) i caught you off guard
0: we have a bonus episode we were having so much fun making the last one that we are going to release two this week so here's to beer number four for the night cheers that was impressive
1: hey it's the weekend yeah buddy so we want to do a bonus podcast well eric wanted to do a bonus podcast because He's been really into wrestling lately, WWE stuff, documentaries, watching again, learning about his heroes, and he wanted to talk shop.
0: It's, it's childhood stuff. It's legendary wrestlers. It's podcasts. It's shows. It's new shows. It's old shows. It's the Bellas. It's Stone Cold Steve Austin. I
1: love the Bellas. I'm it's not going to lie. It's Hulk Hogan.
0: It's Ric Flair. It's Mick Foley. It's The Undertaker. It's Kane. It's everybody.
1: So here we are. Eric has been such a champion and such an awesome, emotionally available man on this podcast. We've talked about emotions. We've talked about feelings. We've talked about breath work. We've talked about sex. We've talked about parenting. And Eric said, I want to talk about wrestling. I said, you should do that. After all, this is Griffin Unfiltered. But... I'm just going to be here sitting and eating my popcorn. If you hear a little munchy-crunchy, a little squirrel, that's me. And I will chip in with my 1% of wrestling knowledge, a.k.a. the Bella Twins, who I do like. The rest is going to be all Eric because he is a hero and a man of wrestling. So with that. Ladies and gentlemen, in the left corner of the table, weighing at a weight I will not say, because I don't want to offend him, coming in at a height that I also will not say with really poofy hair, we have the wrestling champion of knowledge, Eric Griffin.
0: Hold on, let's get back to that real quick. I really want to know, what do you think my height is and what do you think my weight is?
1: You're 5'7", maybe 5'8 on a good day. Which is my exact height, because we're the same height.
0: I have poofy hair, so we're going five
1: <laughs> We're the same height. And, uh... What was the other question? Weight. Mm, maybe, like, a buck. I mean, like, two bucks?
0: Just under two bucks. I've been lifting weights pretty hard, trying to look like the Hulkinator. <laughs> Nobody calls him that. It's Hulk Hogan. It's Hulkamania. Anyways... <laughs> <laughs> Big ol' 193 in here. Pure muscle. Beautiful. Yeah, right. Anyways, so we started this week. We found this new show. It was called Wrestling Legends. And it started off on A&E with Stone Cold Steve Austin.
1: And I feel like I need to add that I actually was, he put it on one night because I was just playing a game on my phone anyways. I didn't expect to be into it at all. But after about five minutes, it was really intriguing and I was into it.
0: So anyways, Stone Cold Steve Austin, the Rattlesnake, one of the greatest wrestling legends ever. Probably the biggest name in WWE, WWF, WCW, whatever entertainment you watch, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Everybody's going to know it. Even if you don't like wrestling, you know the Attitude Era and what he brought so I've been listening to podcasts and we started watching this wrestling legend show. It talked it was like an hour, no, it was two hours long. Two hours. We talked about his life. Talked about his struggles. Talked about his Did I
1: really play
0: Rise to the Angry
1: top. Bird Pop for two hours?
0: Yeah. Because we got through an hour and I said, Oh my god, we're only halfway through. I'm so excited.
1: Well, it was really good. It it was quite entertaining.
0: So it talked about the struggles, it talked about some steroid stuff, it talked about how hard, how hard it is to rise to the top, it talked about his struggle to get to the top, it talked about when he was a Hollywood blonde. He's, I think, about six feet tall, which is average height for wrestling, maybe a little bit short, but he wasn't always the biggest guy, he wasn't always the buffest guy. He had long blonde hair for a time, now he's bald with the goatee. So we had to find where he fit. And it started out with him being a Hollywood blonde, with WCW, struggling to find his time getting to the top.
1: What's the difference between WCW and WWE? Oh
0: my god, you want to do a whole other podcast on that? Okay, we'll start. So, WCW, World Championship Wrestling, WWE, World Wrestling Entertainment, used to be the WWF, which is the World Wrestling Federation, but as I've mentioned multiple times in our life, the WWF is also the World Wildlife Foundation, and they sued the World Wrestling Federation for the name, and they won. So the WWF turned to the WWE, and that is where we are today. Cool. So, where is that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you were talking about your hero.
0: Um, so, oh, okay. okay. So Austin was with the WCW. He couldn't really find his footing. He couldn't get to the top. He struggled a little bit and he ended up leaving WCW to go to WWE. I think he got fired when he broke his leg or something or something along those lines, but he got fired from WCW. Someone told him that he'd never make it to the top. So he went to WWF, started making a name for himself. Once again, was never the biggest guy, was never the buffest guy. But this motherfucker could talk his way out of a paper bag. Like he could say anything that would get you intrigued, and that was basically his rise to the top. He talked his way to the top. He was one of those guys that would show enough emotion on his face where you would get so drawn into what he was doing and what he was saying that you would believe it. Um, he was the main focal point of the Attitude Era, and this whole show wrestling. What's Legends, the
1: Attitude Era?
0: Uh, mid to late 90s where you could pretty much do whatever you wanted on TV, you could say whatever you wanted Um,
1: Big personalities
0: Big personalities, the guys were assholes they were all buff and talking shit to each other, pretty much nonstop every episode and he was the main guy, he was the guy you wanted to see and that's what the show focuses on, it focuses on his rise to the top, how he got to the top he stayed at the top He quit for a little bit, and then he came back and was still at the top. Like, it's just crazy. So that was the show, and I just get on these little kicks, like probably for like two months out of a year, maybe six months out of a year, maybe a year out of a year, I don't really know. But I get on these little kicks where it's something from my childhood, maybe a role model, maybe somebody I looked up to. Maybe it was literally just the fact that he was a guy who would talk shit to his boss every day. And I resonate with it now because I work. I have the industry, you know, sometimes you have hard days and this guy would literally just say it how it was. Um, so we've started watching some shows. We watched the wrestling legends. Stone Cold also has the Broken School. And I was this morning listening to a podcast because I didn't really know how to get in my work day. I started super early. And I just needed something playing in the background while I was writing this report. And I chose to listen to, oh, God, I don't remember what it was called. I think it was the Broken School podcast. And it was Stone Cold talking to Hollywood Hulk Hogan. It was about an hour and a half. They were talking about their stories of back in the indies when uh, that's individual, like, small-scale wrestling. When, you know, The Rock came up, Stone Cold came up. Hulk Hogan came up. You had your territories. You didn't have your big WWF. You didn't have your WCW. You didn't have these big name promotions. It was like Florida would have a promotion. New York would have a promotion. California would have a promotion. They'd all have their superstars or their wrestlers. And a lot of people had to come up through that. So Hogan was coming up through that when he was a young buck in the early 80s. And he was always kind of a bigger dude. He's like 6'4". 250 pushing 300 maybe i don't know something like that but he's always been muscular and when he came into the scene he told a story about how one of the guys was kind of intimidated and ended up breaking his leg hoping that he wouldn't come back he wouldn't go to the training he wouldn't take the bump he'd just give up and quit and hogan basically Hit the gym super hard, got bigger than he's ever been, got better than he's ever been. And once he healed up, he came back and everyone was pretty much like, holy shit, you're back. All right, cool. And that's how he got the respect. That's how he got the respect of his elders and some of the fans and people who have been in the industry for a while. And it talked about his rise to the top. So these are two guys that are probably 10 years apart. Hogan was one of the main faces of WWF. He left and went to WCW, then ended up coming back to WWF. He's kind of been a face of everything. Everybody knows who Hulk Hogan is. He's been on TV shows. He was on Rocky. He's kind of a legend. Um, The legend before legends. Um, So, I was talking about he broke his leg. He came up to the top. He was busting his ass to be that guy.
1: Are we talking about Hulk or broken skull?
0: Right now, we're talking about Hulk. So, he learned that you can be successful not by doing these crazy moves not by being super athletic not by doing all these crazy flips and flops and all this crazy shit. you can win by winning over the audience so he literally said i could get a bigger pop from the audience by giving them a look or involving them in what we're doing rather than doing the biggest body slam or the biggest flip i can do a simple move then react and look to the audience and that gets them involved. That's what draws them in, and I think that's what Stone Cold was good at too. But Hollywood became top guy. Him and uh, who's Stone... Hollywood? Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Oh, so him and Stone Cold never ended up wrestling because they were both just like the biggest at their time. Um, but yeah, there's there's just some good stories out there. Wrestling legends started this week with Stone Cold. Next week it's going to go into Mick Foley, I believe, who's a hardcore legend. Um, I'm still listening to podcasts. There's a lot of stuff going around. And the wifey is a big fan of the Bellows.
1: Yeah. But you have to tell them about the other show where they were like going around trying to find memorabilia.
0: Oh, I forgot about them. So another wrestling show that just came out. Hidden Treasures of WWE, I believe. And with this one, it started with Mick Foley. And... What they're trying to do is, I guess these guys wear certain gear for certain matches and do certain things at certain times. There's certain belts that are made. There's certain shirts that are worn in certain situations. And essentially, this is Mick Foley. He's missing half of his teeth. He's got bumps and bruises and scars and all kinds of stuff all over him because he would be thrown onto a bed of nails. He would be thrown into a ring of thumbtacks. He was body slammed through the 25 foot cage, choke slammed, fell directly onto his back, was wheeled off in a stretcher and then came back into the match just to do it again, except to be thrown onto a table. Dude's crazy. So he has some shirts that he wore for different um, people who he personified during his career. He had Mr. Socko and one of the original Mr. Sockos was found. Basically, this Basically show.
1: the WWE is trying to make a museum of history items from their wrestlers from the past. So, like masks from big matches, or costumes, or um, little props that they would use on stage. Because I've never been into wrestling or into that community, but apparently, it's like it's huge and people remember. Like, oh, you know, um, Stone Cold Steve Austin during that one match in '95, and he used the barbed wire you know, like baseball bat or there was all these crazy random items that people totally like knew about. Um, but the show is them trying to hunt down different items to add to the WWE like museum that they're trying to create. Um, but what's so interesting is the show. It reminds me of American Pickers where they go to random people's, um, collections and overflowing yards and try to buy collectibles from them. So it's really similar. They they go to WWE wrestling collectors in their houses and their collections um and try to buy off like the items that they're looking for but it's crazy because i didn't even think that there were wrestling collectors or people who would be that into it but there are so many there's some
0: crazy guys like the, the show shows you. one
1: person had his whole house dedicated he turned it into a, his he turned his house into a museum in every room. Had different items devoted to different people, and it was just crazy, but um, it's a whole world. It's a whole society of people, so it was just kind of cool to see in, in the show them trying to go around and find these items, and um, it was pretty entertaining. Like I said, it was kind of like American Pickers, and I don't know, WWE history is kind of crazy. It's, it's wild that people Um, pay so much money and are so committed to finding these items of their wrestling heroes
0: it's also kind of crazy too seeing it because the wrestlers will go into these collections from fans and for the one that we watched it was Mick Foley who was Cactus Jack who was Mankind who was Dude Love he was one of the guys with multiple personas and they go and they get this like dirty looking torn up brown shirt and they have him look at it and he's like, oh yeah, there was only two of those ever made. Um, the material was really crappy. It would rip every time I'd use it. So the fact that this one has rips all over it, yeah, that's accurate. And it's crazy that they can remember stuff from like the beginning of their career, the beginning of when they started. This one shirt that they wore two times, there was only two made, and then he switched to a cutoff flannel to be able to point it out and remember at that moment, like, oh yeah, it ripped like it's pretty cool. And
1: for the person who owned it to have paid like seven grand to get it is so crazy to me.
0: Yeah. And, and most of them just want the experience. Like they're, they're offering them money. They're offering things that they can trade, um, in order to get this item for the museum. And the one that we watched or the two that we watched, the, the fans are like, could you just like come over and hang out for a day? Or could I introduce you to my kid? Like, they're all about the memories rather than the stuff
1: yeah it was pretty cool um i'm not into the wrestling world like i said but two re- former wrestlers they're retired now and they're in the hall of fame is neat uh nikki and brie bella the bella twins i started watching them not even from wrestling they started on wwe but then They became entrepreneurs. They have um, their own wine label now in Napa. They sell hair care. They have a show on E, Um, and they they're just really popular. I don't know. I would just say that they're, I don't the Kardashians of wrestling, but that has like a negative connotation. They're not annoying and superficial. They're just so real and down to earth, and it's so cool seeing like their twin dynamic and. Um, I, I like look up to them as entrepreneurs and women and people. I think that their perspective on life and the world is awesome. They have amazing spiritual beliefs, political beliefs. Like they're just awesome people. Um, a lot of that you can hear about on their podcast. I listen to their podcast. Um, I don't know what it's called. The Bella's, the Bella's pod, the Bella's podcast. That's what it's called. <laughs> um, <How original. laughs> and they were pregnant at the same time, which is so crazy. They both got pregnant with boys, and they had a due date of a week apart, which is so wild and it wasn't It was an accident it wasn 't even on purpose like hey we 're twins ha ha let 's get pregnant together it 'll be so awesome. It was accidental for both of them. And they ended up having their babies one day apart, both boys. So they, they're called the Bella boys. But um, all that was happening and they were pregnant. While I was pregnant with Olivia, they had their babies maybe two months before I had Liv. And so I felt like even more connected to them and just like following their journeys was really cool. Um, that's, I don't know. That's all I really have to say. They're, they're really cool. They're going to
0: be future tag team champions of the world. They will be there. So I don't maybe really I'll have... start watching again in 20 years when they're old enough to compete
1: the boys yeah i don't really have a lot of like uh famous role model role model type people i don't really feel starstruck very often there's people who i'm like oh yeah they're cool but there's not a lot of people where i'm like super starstruck where i'm like oh my gosh you're actually like my hero but the bellas are are up there they're amazing women
0: i agree they're pretty cool and their hubbies are cool too one's a dancer and one's a wrestler.
1: I like wish we could be friends with them so badly and I feel like we they would we would love each other. We're like similar and funny and like grounded and spiritual and I don't know, they're just awesome. But um well, they, they live, live in, Napa, in Napa now, which, which is an hour or so away from us. One of our
0: favorite places, we have family down there, we have friends down there and we just love to go drink wine.
1: And so now they post pictures on their Instagram of their Napa life. So they're at the market and they're at this restaurant and they're like at all the places where we've been or we go to or we have family next to and I'm just like, "Oh my gosh, they're like walking around. They're like You could literally go down there and have a glass there. of wine and but run it." That's into the them. hard part about having a, a like a friend crush on a famous person is that you couldn't even if we did see them in napa you can't go up to them and actually like have anything meaningful it would be like oh my god another person like that's their life it's like another fan
0: you have to act like you didn't know
1: we'll take a quick pick and just like yeah be on your way there was like no way to break the inner circle and that breaks my heart
0: the only way it would work is if you acted like you didn't know them and Oh, hey, I just happened to bump. Hey, how are you guys doing? What's up? You guys wine tasting? We're drunk, too. Ha ha ha. You're so funny. Okay, let's be best friends.
1: Okay. (laughs) This is a really funny story. So I actually had that experience before I met this famous pastor. Um, I'll just say who it is. It was... what's it called Jesus culture their head singer worship leader whatever the guy who is on all the albums and travels the world and is beloved by millions he walked into my restaurant when I was working in college at a restaurant I was like oh
0: my god
1: him and his wife were there with their kids and I was like you are in the Christian world you're like I don't know Mick Jagger or something like a total nice
0: reference just
1: rock star persona I would
0: have preferred Steven Tyler but I had
1: this moment where I was like if I fangirl right now it'll be like oh yeah haha cool but I was like I have to pretend I have to be cool and just talk to them like they're a normal human because at the end of the day they are like I I don't get that starstruck because I realize that people are people and that they poop too. And, you know, like they just, they wake up on the same bed, like side of the bed that I do. They're just people. Well, maybe they wake up on the opposite side of the bed depending on where they sleep. But they're like a normal person. They're
0: still just trying to get some food.
1: So I just was talking to them totally chill like, I didn't know who he was, talking with his wife. I I don't even remember how the conversation happened upon how it did. But basically, they ended up inviting me to, like, hang out with them. And I was like, oh, my God, it's happening. And that's how I got in. And then we were in that church for a while and helped to launch it when they first came down here to Sacramento and launched the church when there was only, like, 30 people. We were there. oh And, anyways, it's embarrassing, but when you, I guess, moral of the story, if you meet someone famous, don't act like they're famous.
0: Play it cool, people. Play it cool. So, if you meet us, play it cool.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so embarrassing. If you met Stone Cold Steve Austin, your hero, I don't think you would be able to play it cool. Actually, I don't know. You're pretty, you're pretty chilled out.
0: I'd have a beer with him. He has his own beer. I'd be like, yo, let's drink a beer. He also has a seltzer coming out, too.
1: That's cool. So does everyone else and their mom.
0: No. Brands have seltzer.
1: Everyone seltzers. has seltzer right now.
0: Who? Name one famous person that has their own seltzer. Ready? Not
1: go. a famous person, but like Brands. Like Bud Light has a seltzer. Smirnoff has a seltzer.
0: Oh, I know. I'm talking about the Stone Cold Seltzer.
1: Yeah. We'll see how good it is.
0: <laughs> Probably going to be garbage. But hey, you know what? I'll drink it.
1: Is there anything else you want to say about wrestling? You said we were going to talk for two hours. You were so excited.
0: We're 22 minutes in.
1: You've only given me 20 minutes of wrestling.
0: I need to watch some more shows, and I need to study up, and then we'll have a follow-up contest <laughs> on who likes the wrestling shows better. It's going to be me, unfortunately. <laughs> but anyways, I've never been in the podcast world, and that's what started me in the podcast world, is I found out that Stone Cold had his own podcast with... Everybody.
1: Well, and doesn't Joe Rogan have something to do with, like, wrestling? UFC. Oh. Because he's, like, your favorite podcaster.
0: Yeah. Those are the two. Yeah. The Stone Cold Podcasts, which I heard he's never going to do again because he took a show on WWE and he's now doing interviews there. So, if you want to find him, join the WWE Network
1: what does that even mean like on tv or on podcasts it's
0: it's like an hbo channel you can pay for it oh my god did
1: you buy that
0: no i don't watch modern day wrestling oddly enough i just like the old shit so i go on youtube and i watch old stuff and i listen to old podcasts with old guys who are like mid 60s not that's (laughs) what i thought was funny is i still think hulk hogan's like i can go i'm ready i'm Still in great shape or whatever, you know.
1: And now he's like a grandpa.
0: But he's like sixty four. He's getting up there and he's talking about how his his knees broke thirty years ago and so he always had to wrestle without being able to use his knees and how like they had to modify matches so that he had to do different moves and stuff like that. Um
1: You go ahead.
0: Even Stone Cold, um people were talking shit about his show that he did where he had people coming out to the ranch and doing the like tours and everything because he took his shirt off at one point and everyone's like oh he's lost it he's not even buff anymore and it's like the dude's like fucking 55 he's not going to be shredded like he was when he was 30.
1: You like Stone Cold. My favorite guy wrestler in history is John Cena. The Rock
0: the rock
1: he's so cool
0: rocky Balboa. he's like
1: jennifer lopez he can do it all he sings he can dance he's an actor now like a really good actor he has his own tv show i'm sure he probably has a podcast people want him to run for president now we're voting for him <laughs> it's pretty crazy he's just such a cool like down to he seems like a cool down to earth guy he's like a family man
0: he when he was in wrestling called...
1: and i like that his new tv show sorry the young rock, young rock is actually like real life stories from his past and from his life
0: it is it's how he grew up his dad was in the business and that's how he got in the business and it's literally everybody and
1: so the actors in the show like play out young rock but like it's situations that actually happened to him and it's actually a really good show i like watching it when you have it on
0: it's super cool um, I would say Stone Cold and The Rock were the faces of the Attitude Era. They were the best. Like, Stone Cold was cool, but then when The Rock came, I was like, he had this rival. They, like, they,
1: someone who could, like, um stand up to him. Someone
0: who could talk with as much swag.
1: Yeah. And now he sings songs on Moana. Yeah. So,
0: <laughs> he used to be, he used to be self-proclaimed as the most electrifying man in sports entertainment.
1: What a title.
0: And he has since... Re- I call
1: myself the most electrifying woman of the bedroom.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm down. I agree. You electrify our room.
1: Oh, God. Okay, moving on.
0: But anyways, he removed the sports, and now he is the most electrifying man in entertainment, period.
1: I'm telling you, him and JLo are both the cream of the crop supreme gold medalists like in their fields like him. imagine as, if
0: they had babies
1: him as a guy him and her as like the woman oh my gosh if they were together it would be too much power for any of us to handle i don't
0: need them to be together but if they just like made a baby in a <laughs> lab somewhere <laughs> That'd the it would be like a superhuman,
1: but both of them started in one area and then broke out into acting and dancing and singing and were amazing at all of them and got super famous doing all of them. Won awards doing all of them and just like, keep getting better that's what's crazy is both JLo and the rock it's not like they're done now and we're talking about their previous careers they're still going like there's they haven't even reached their 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 pinnacle and they're both in their 50s killing crazy. it. crazy
0: yeah like she he, still it,
1: has a six-pack and is just killing it
0: so does he yeah he's, he's probably a hundred pounds heavier than when he wrestled dude is I'm one of say... the biggest men on earth he has a he's really a
1: interesting daily routine, and I think you were the one who told me about it.
0: Uh, he has, uh, he's on Instagram, and he throws a lot of, like, modifying, uh, or motivating videos and stuff, but dude's up at 5 a.m. every day working out, and Didn't that, that was part that he, of my motivation. you say that
1: I Googled, I Googled it once. If you're interested, you should Google it. It's, like, a really interesting rabbit hole to go down, but the Rock's daily routine. once, if you're interested. Is um, right? excuse me, Google. I wasn't talking to you. So, uh, it's a really interesting like rabbit hole to go down. But he eats the amount of food this dude eats. You guys uh, is. Oh hey, my Google, gosh. stop. Google is trying. Okay. <laughs> um, the amount of food that he eats is crazy, and it said he wrote it. To, it was like, oh, I wish I remembered. The I think average diet like what twenty five. I think that he said that there? he eats like twenty five chicken breasts a day. And then he eats, like, a filet mignon every day. He eats, like, five fish filet, like, salmon steaks a day.
0: And that's like, by noon.
1: Like, he just goes crazy <laughs> on protein. But it was amounts that I've never even heard of. And, like, just, it was, it was crazy to even, like, hear about what a beast he is to need that much food.
0: Yeah, I mean, his arms are massive. Like, it, he's 50 years old and he's just shredded.
1: 25 chicken breasts?
0: I don't know about the numbers, but I, I remember we talked about it. I think with the, the, the average diet's what, 2,500 calories, give or take? Yeah. And I think he was up towards, like, 8,000 a day. Like, yeah. quadrupled what everybody else He was else basically
1: ate. saying that it was, like annoying to him because of how much he has to eat and how he's like constantly shoveling here we go okay i googled it how he's like constantly shoveling protein and like food in his face here we go guys so he has five meals a day his first meal we're gonna read through them 10 ounces of steak two cups of oatmeal three egg whites one whole egg and one glass of watermelon juice random Meal number two, two servings of chicken, two bell peppers, two bell peppers. Like not not like just by themselves, I guess. Three cups of mushrooms, three cups of broccoli, and and a protein shake on top of all of that. That's just meal number two, you guys. That's like probably his brunch. Meal number three: eight ounces of salmon, eight ounce eight asparagus, two eggs, two cups of rice, three cups of broccoli. This isn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be. Meal four, 10 more ounces of steak, three baked potatoes, Damn. eight more asparagus, very specific, and a glass of orange juice. Meal number five, 20 grams of protein powder and 10 egg whites. Scrambled.
0: Wow. it's impressive. It's A lot of protein.
1: Whoa. That is a lot. Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold, please. I'm scrolling. There's actually seven meals, not five okay meal number six 10 ounces of cod two cups of rice and a salad meal number seven 30 more grams of protein powder 10 more egg whites a cup of veggies and some fish oil whoa 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 that is very little carbs very lot of protein mm, that is impressed. not a normal person's diet I just want I want to preface giants. I want to preface that diet. not even a giant that's that's like a hardcore like athlete who wants to be very lean and low fats diet it's not a normal person's diet but like holy crap but that's so much and then he wakes up and goes to the gym every day he eats a ton i don't know it's just the whole thing is crazy
0: 5 a.m the only people at the gym are me and the rock
1: here we go guys <laughs> i'm gonna read you one more thing it said that if you were to buy groceries for one day of doing the, the rocks diet this is the groceries you would need to buy at the store for one day of the rocks diet 36 ounces of fish, okay? That's uh 2 pounds. 8 ounces of steak. Well, that's a lie cuz I read that it was double that. So, about a pound of steak, about a pound of chicken, a dozen guys, this is for one day. A dozen eggs. Uh 3 potatoes. 6 cups of white rice. 4 cups of vegetables, 2 cups of oatmeal, 2 tablespoons of fish oil. 40 grams of protein powder in a spinach salad. That is for one day. Whoa, whoa,
0: whoa. Why do you think he does white rice instead of brown rice?
1: Uh, because the simple sugars. Hmm. It's probably right after a workout or right before a workout or something. Hmm. Anyways, anyways, anyways. Just pretty crazy. So do with that information what you will.
0: Eat it. Get big. <laughs>
1: please don't go eat two chicken breasts two steaks three baked potatoes and two pounds of fish and tell anyone that it was our doing. please don't do that i'm gonna need to
0: start this diet (laughs) you don't
1: need that many calories could you imagine
0: if i was as big as the rock
1: he's like over six feet tall and like over 300 pounds so to maintain so to maintain muscles muscles like use protein So if you're an average person, you don't need that much protein and you can get it through plants too. But if you're someone like a bodybuilder who your body is mostly muscle on muscle on muscle on muscle to feed it and to maintain it, or even to get bigger, you need to feed it protein, like lots and lots of protein. So like I said, not a normal person's diet, but whoa.
0: Okay. Well, let's talk about my diet. First thing in the morning, three eggs piece of toast with some butter and some jam for lunch leftovers don't know what it is maybe it's chicken maybe it's a taco maybe it's beans for dinner you guys heard in the last podcast crunch wrap (laughs) supremes
1: that was not in the rocks diet plan
0: buffalo wings buffalo cauliflower the wifey does it all
1: that's why we're having more fun with life. Can you imagine on a Saturday night after your two cups of fish and three baked potatoes, if I said, here, babe, have a yummy, yummy protein shake. That's all you get. And if you're really hungry after that, you can have 10 egg whites. Can you imagine?
0: No. But what I can imagine is that for dessert, I have one beer and two beers, and three beers.
1: Beer wasn't in his diet plan.
0: A vodka tonic. No. Margarita. Two margaritas.
1: What are you saying?
0: Shot of tequila. If anybody realizes that this is a Stone Cold reference, I will give you so many kudos. Please let me know. It was a promo that he did. I just have one beer. Do you you have
1: anything else to say about wrestling?
0: Nope. I think I'm burnt out. I'm going to go watch a wrestling show. Have another beer.
1: Well, there you go, guys. (laughs) Two podcasts in one week. You are welcome for all of that wealth of information.
0: If you want to follow up to the wrestling podcast, let us know. And I will make a part two. If I don't get anything, we don't get any more reviews. Crickets. Where
1: you will still probably make a part two.
0: <laughs> I might retire. On top.
1: What would your. This is the last question that I have for you. Cheers. Take us out. <laughs> if you were a pro wrestler, what would your wrestling name be?
0: Mr. Fantastic.
1: Mr. Fantastic. There you go, folks. You heard it here first. Mr. Fantastic is out. Goodbye.